0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Good morning. I'm Kelly with Sunday Morning Magazine, and I want to thank you so much for joining me today. I'm very excited to talk to today's guests, mostly because I believe their event's going to change lives in and around Pittsburgh. Um, One of the organizations represented today, you know well, the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank. They're friends of ours, friends of mine, and have been for a while. Um, The other is the creator of an event... that I'm happy to be able to tell you more about today and kind of learn how we can help our neighbors in their time of need. Today I have the pleasure of talking to two fine gentlemen, Reed Carpenter, the founder of Amen to Action, and Brian Goolish, the Vice President of Marketing and Communications at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank to learn more. Thanks to both of you gentlemen for joining me today. Thank well, you here. My pleasure. All right, so for first-time interviewees, I'd like to learn a little bit more about you personally. Reed. we're going to go first with you. Can you um kind of tell us how you found a home with Amen to Action, a little bit of your background? Because I know you're in Florida right now, and I'm very jealous.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I came to Pittsburgh in 1961, and uh, I have been uh, a Pittsburgher for uh, over 55 years, and during that time, uh, I had the pleasure of working for a number of nonprofit organizations, mostly focused on youth, and uh, in all kinds of uh, ways. And then founded in 1978, the Pittsburgh Leadership Foundation, which is uh, has been alive and well for you know since then and uh, has created a whole network of leadership foundations all over the world. So uh, uh, in the context of that, I've obviously formed relationships with just a lot of people, and, uh, uh, and so it's in that context that uh, Amen to Action came into being, as a few of us talked about, what would make a difference if we could get Uh, a sense of unity and uh, not just work in silos, but come together for purpose and, and come together to serve others. So that's how it all kind of
1: evolved. That's incredible. Now the Pittsburgh leadership foundation, you founded that. Tell me a little bit about that. What, what do you guys do there?
2: Uh, the, the idea of people, uh, not working together, Not not. Uh, there's so much redundancy in the nonprofit community, and especially the faith community. We don't talk to each other. We don't work together. We don't share resources and so forth. And in order to get things done that require everybody working together, just take one example, substance abuse. Whose problem is substance abuse? Is it an educational problem? Is it a healthcare problem? Is it a. It's everybody's problem. And so, why can't we begin to come together, work together, hold hands together rather than point fingers at each other and come up with solutions that we can all do together and not have anybody take the credit? Right. Everybody wins, no one loses. So, that's, that's the
1: kind of the essence of
2: Leadership Foundation's work.
1: Well, isn't it insane that you started the Pittsburgh Leadership Foundation in the seventies, and now more so than ever, we're as divided as a country, more so right again right now, more than ever, and uh, how pertinent your mission is still to this day.
2: And there's and, we, and I'm not. I say this sadly, but we don't have much competition when it comes to our particular role of attempting to unite rather than divide, you know, because it it takes a great deal of hard work.
1: It absolutely does. We need more people like you, Reed, which just goes to show why you partnered with uh, the Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, because I truly, I don't think there's absolutely. better people than there are that make up that organization specifically. So we're going to kind of jump into the details of Amen to Action in a little bit, but can you kind of give us just the general overview of exactly what it is?
2: Well, it's, it, you know, from a
1: standpoint of
2: uh, an event, it is an event held at the David Lawrence Convention Center on the Friday after Thanksgiving. And uh, so far, each year, we've had over 3,000 people there. And our goal has been to pack over a million meals uh, that the food bank would distribute to their. Uh, network of uh, folks, and uh, and so each year we've met that goal, and each year we've had one wonderful time uh, doing it, lots of fun, you know, grandparents can come with their grandchildren, It's a, it, it's a user-friendly event to say the least, and so uh, obviously, we chose uh, what normally is a day of consumerism instead and, and focus on giving back during this uh, incredibly wonderful time of the year. And so I happen to be very, very close to an organization here in Florida called Meals of Hope and work with them many, many, many times, and I went to the... the uh, The person who runs it, Steve Popper, and asked if he thought they could do that in Pittsburgh on that particular day, and they said yes, and so they're the backbone of what we do when we gather, but uh, nonetheless, that's kind of how we have come together.
1: That's incredible. I mean, God bless you, Reed. Thank God for people like you for starting this. Truly, I mean, we need more people like you. I know I said it before, but it's true. Now, Amen to Action. It's it has not been a lo- around that long. You've you've really affected a whole lot of lives in your short in your short run. How many years has Amen to Action started? Or I'm sorry, ran.
2: Oh, we just started, our first Amen to Action was in 2017.
1: Wow. So this you is know, the... The,
2: spirit, the spirit of it, uh, Kelly, is the fact that, you know, when we realize that, uh, especially in terms of the Christian faith identity, the fact is that the Reformation divided us, you know, 500 years ago. And when that... Uh, you know, when that that anniversary began to loom up. I began to ask the question: Well, how are we going to celebrate that? You know, continue to fight each other and that, 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 that. So, uh, we, Bishop Zubik and some other uh, faith leaders in the community and I began to meet. We we pulled together about four hundred uh, people who were in the faith community and and hosted them and began to ask the question about 2017. What could we do? And this is the idea everybody came up with in terms of what we should do. And it, it's kind of a perfect idea. Yeah. You know, it, it gathers people. You don't have to. Nobody disagrees with the fact that we've got to help people, especially hungry people. There's nobody disagreeing that, our faith calls us to be compassionate and to be constructive and to be servants of each other as well as the community no, nobody
1: nobody debates that it's so true let's, let's agree on the things we can agree on and there's so very few things that we can agree on these days. I agree. So why not capitalize on the ones that we can?
2: <laughs> hey, that's the spirit of the
1: Exactly. And now, Reed, you mentioned um, faith-based leaders kind of started this event. Um, it is called Amen to Action. Um, For anyone that kind of didn't catch that, is there is this event open to all faiths? I know that you mentioned um, Christian leaders and Catholic leaders, but is it open to really anyone?
2: Well, it's open to anyone. The fact of the matter is that we have uh, as as a focal point for it. You know, I mean, we've got the Jewish community. We've got you know. The answer to that is yes. Good but but also there is a uh, a time while while we're together that we we pray we read from scripture old testament new testament we try to give god a uh, a platform uh, uh so that that we are unified sure. in our spirit and in our reason that we're there and so we don't we don't shy away from that conversation. It's, uh, it's very wonderfully, uh, compelling and soft and anybody from any faith would feel comfortable there. And so, yes,
1: everyone is invited. That's incredible. Uh, Well, and yeah, you, you want everyone to come of every different faith, but you also want to remember the reason for the season. I totally understand that. And I, I think anyone that comes should appreciate that as well. Um, you said that you've had about 3,000 people participate in the past. Now, is this just kind of like a, a walk-in event, or do people have to register to be a part of it?
2: Well, because of the beautiful work of uh, the Smith Brothers and having put our website together right, and been with us from the beginning, very professional, uh, the fact is that we really do have wonderful uh, 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 material and wonderful coverage and so forth. And so, uh, th- the beautiful thing is that we can advertise and, and do what we're doing right here today. Your audience can listen and they can immediately go to the Amen to Action website and they can immediately go to the pl- place where you register. And so, uh, uh, and and registered, and and that that that's all there is to it. You have to register on our website.
1: All right, good. I think that's important to note. Um, if anyone right now is listening and wants to participate, remember that Amen to Action wants to give you a job and they want to know you're coming. So again, that's AmendAction.org. Make sure you hit that up. And uh, yes, you're right, the Smith brothers have given you a beautiful website and a ton of great um, PR opportunities as well. They're fantastic at their jobs. But um, I kind of want to just move the conversation a little, shift it a little to Brian Gulish, the vice president of uh, marketing and communications at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank. Now, the food bank, that is the organization truly benefiting um, from all of the meals that are packed. Brian, do you, you have to see an influx of donations and events like this one right around the holidays, correct?
0: Yes, Kyle. I mean, especially around the holiday season, no family should have to worry about where their next meal is coming from. Um, so in November and December, around this time of year, not only do we see uh, an uptick in the donations that we get, both uh, monetary donations to our organization, but also food donations. And this time of year, again, particularly uh, in need. So the the stats are very simple to look at. One in seven families in southwestern Pennsylvania are food insecure, and one in five children in southwestern Pennsylvania are food insecure. So we want to make sure as an organization and working with AMEN Action, we're so thankful for Reed and everyone um, to have us involved with this, um, that we can make sure that no family goes hungry this holiday
1: season. Absolutely. Now, will you um, describe food insecurity? Because I'm 31 years old and I probably learned what it meant five years ago. This doesn't just mean, you know, they miss a meal or two.
0: Yeah, so food insecurity means that someone or a family necessarily know where their next meal is coming from. It could be something as simple as deciding to pay bills, whether it's medical bills or electric bills and gas bills, uh, paying those uh, as opposed to having the money to pay for food. It could also be something as simple as parents watering down formula to make sure it lasts longer for their children. Um, And as well for the parents, it might be parents skipping meals so the food that the family does have, the children are able to eat. So food insecurity, again, it's not necessarily um, One directly thing. tied to that word hunger, even though people um, who are food insecure are hungry. Uh, but it's just not knowing where that next meal is coming from.
1: Absolutely. And you have to think, and especially in the wintertime that obviously comes with the holidays, um, you're paying you're paying higher gas bills, higher power bills. You know, there's there's a lot of other Christmas bills. You know, you hate to think that, but there are parents who are trying to keep the magic alive of the holidays. Um, you know, Santa Claus still has to come and the family still has to eat. So there's a lot of pressures that come around this time of year.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And even if you look towards the end of last year and the beginning of, of this year with the government shutdown, families who their everyday lives were changed because of the government shutdown and those government employees not having those steady checks coming in. So you might might have your budget set up and you might be budgeting based on your biweekly or weekly or monthly paychecks. Once those stop, you have some very tough decisions. to make.
1: Absolutely. Now, I was on the Amen to Action website and just having known this from... Uh working together in the past a donation be it monetary to the food bank goes a long way you guys really make every dollar count that comes in your doors for example a ten dollar donation how many meals can that buy isn't it like 50 ten dollars yeah
0: so for every one dollar that we receive we can provide ten mil or five mil um in our community. So yes, for $10, that would provide 50 mils for families in need.
1: That's insane. I feel I again, I've, I've gotten the pleasure to work with a lot of nonprofits. And I don't think that anyone stretches their dollar like the food bank does, which is just incredible because you can people are very willing to give this time of year. Yes, but not everyone has large amounts of money, you know, like the big hearts, but smaller wallets, especially this time of year. So that's nice to know, too. Whenever someone's thinking about participating in, um, in Amen to Action, Reed, you would probably be the one to answer this question. If say I've registered now, can you walk me through the day of the event? Like I get there, I check in. Then, then what happens?
2: Well, it's very well organized now. We've we've made some errors in the past by having two different spaces: one to do the meals and the other to gather for. Uh, the more, more the, the amen part of it. This year, it's all going to be in one room. So you, you come in and you register and you are pointed in the direction of where you would go. The fact is 4,000 people going to uh, the tables in which the assembly lines will be set up. There's no easy feat But it's uh, very, very well done, and it doesn't take very much time. Let's now uh, suggest that everybody's at their tables. All the food that they're going to put into the containers, uh, the small plastic uh, containers that will will be uh, six meals in one of those containers, they will be therefore uh, boxed and then they will be sent to the uh, Pittsburgh food Bank the food bank will be there to take all of the uh, the uh, uh, meals and uh, and take them uh, to to where their ultimate destination is so for two hours that fellowship around that table where people are, putting food in assembly line style into a container goes on and the music is playing and every once in a while somebody yells and t- announces how many meals we've done thus far. It's so much fun. It's so, uh, it's so, uh, gripping. And, uh, and especially when you look and see the fact that you've got, 85-year-old grandmothers sitting, standing next to their young uh, 9, 10, 11 uh, old grandchildren, along with the parents,
1: it's it's an amazing sight. I can imagine. I have chills just thinking about it. Now, what all do these meals uh, consist of? What What is the food bank getting on the other end?
2: You chose soup this year, and oatmeal. Is
1: that correct?
2: Yes, that is correct. So we
0: have, um, for those listening, we have nearly 400 partner agencies, and we always look for feedback from our agencies to see based on who uses their services uh, at food uh, pantries and soup kitchens, community centers, and so on, um, what their most desirable products are. So in the first couple years, we looked at the macaroni and cheese products and this year, um, a lot of the feedback that we had, uh, we identified two main meals. One being, as Reed mentioned, a chicken and rice soup, and the other being
1: apple cinnamon oatmeal. Oh, delicious! Uh, so those are the products.
0: <laughs> yeah, so those are the products that um, will be packed this year.
1: That's awesome. And I really love that you reach out to your agencies to kind of know what they want. It's not that you're throwing, you know, you're not throwing slop into these boxes, hoping that someone eats it. You know, you're these are good, desirable, heavy comfort food, you know, anything, whether you're food insecure or not. It's something that you'd want to you'd want to eat. I, I really do love that. Now, um, Brian, I'm glad that the, the conversation kind of went to you. Where do you distribute these to? Like you were just mentioning your partner agencies.
0: So this will go out. So we support um, our service areas, 11 counties in southwestern Pennsylvania. So these meals will be distributed. Um, Once they come into the food bank, they will go to our general inventory. And then our agencies, the partners, they can make orders. So this food will go out to a wide variety of agencies, um, anywhere from Allegheny County down to Washington County, Cambria County, Indiana County. Um, So it goes across the entire region. These meals will serve a great purpose in helping feed those um, who need it this holiday season.
1: And a million meals is the goal, and that that goal has been hit, which is just incredible. What kind of effect does a million meals have on the food bank? I can't even imagine. I feel like that would just flip my world upside down.
0: So to put it into perspective, last year, the food bank, we distributed 35.5 million meals. So right there alone in one day, you're you're looking at a big chunk, one thirty-fifth of the food that we distributed. But it's still, um, we need more to meet the mill gap. Um, You know, we are um, only one organization, and there are many organizations who also help um, provide food to those who need it in our region. And then together, meeting that mill gap, you know, we're looking at upwards of 50 to 55 million mills that need to be met in this region. So to meet that gap, this million mills, goes a very long, long
1: way. It sure does. But you're right. We could do better. We can always do better. I mean, we had to make sure that our neighbors are never hungry. Um, Reed, this event, is it free to participate? I know that you want an orig- a registration yep. ahead yep. of time. Absolutely. Awesome. And how long free. does the event free. last? It lasts. We advertise it. Do we not?
2: Uh, Allison, we, we advertise it from nine until twelve thirty. Yes, that is correct.
1: Okay, perfect. So you want people, if they're registering, to make that three and a half hour commitment for you. You don't want people in and out. Well,
2: that it is preferable we okay, certainly not want them
1: in the nap awesome well that that's a good thing to know if anyone's making time over their holiday weekend to know 9 to 12 30 is a very small ask so to anyone listening right now just go stand on your feet for a couple hours you put yourself into a food coma the day before it's kind of the least you can do for your body give back a little bit
2: and we'll have you know, we'll have chairs around the tables too okay good who, you know cannot stay on their feet for that much time.
1: Uh, Excellent. And you said that this event is kid-friendly because I know a lot of people, you know, the kids have off school and they don't want to have to get a babysitter.
2: Oh, no, no. That's the in terms of feedback, the most powerful thing we hear is how unbelievably wonderful is it to have a place that we can bring our children and our grandchildren Mm -hmm to teach them the value of giving themselves to others in a way that's uh, generationally connected and uh, and family-friendly and, uh, and whole, wholesome in every way. I mean, this is what the people who come just basically rave about, especially the day after Thanksgiving when families
1: tend to
2: gathered
1: sure no i think it's it's incredible i just want to let you know i have about i don't know eight years before my daughter's probably tall enough to stand at one of your tables but i promise you she will be there um i cannot thank you enough for putting together an event like this your heart is so big brian please just give a hug to everyone at the food bank for us you both are just doing such incredible things
2: thank you kelly thank you kelly thank you opportunity.
1: My absolute pleasure. It's just, it's, the again, the pleasure's all mine. Again, Reed Carpenter, the founder of Amen to Action and Brian Goulish, the vice president of marketing and communications at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank. Remember, both organizations this holiday season and always Amen to Action is happening November 29th at the David L. Lawrence Convention Center and is a total must if you feel the need to give back this holiday season. It's such a small amount of your time. If you want more info on how to participate, donate, register, all of it. Amen to action.org. I'm Kelly with Sunday Morning Magazine. Have a great rest of your day and thanks for listening.